0: Hello and welcome. I'm Alex, and I'm Simon. We are still knee deep in tech. Thank you, Simon. That kind of puts the bar for this episode. We we
1: can start over. It. I. It,
0: no. Why? Why should we? This we is we have a set bone. Yeah, we do. Um, we've been kind of off the air for a while. Um, several reasons for that. One of them is that we've had way too much to do yep. and a second reason is the fact that my wife's had neurosurgery with a slight complication so I've had to kind of take care of her for a while and it's going to be a while until she's back on her feet uh, so I, I might have to come and go sort of on, on Twitter on, on the blog and stuff like that So, but yep. but here, here I am right now anyways and we're happy to have you I, again I, I hope so yes we are you've been missed Oh dear. <laughs> so let's start off. Thank you for sharing. That's a um, jet. Yeah.
1: All right. Go. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with some financial
0: numbers. Financial numbers. You really know how to make things interesting.
1: <laughs> I know, but I, I have to. Uh, it was. Microsoft's Q3 financial report, like a few days ago.
0: Oh, it's not your your. It's
1: not my it's financial in, numbers. Okay. They are horrible. Right. Even worse than Windows Phone. So that's, let's kick off with that. That's what you get from getting a kid. Kind of. Yeah. And also paying your course material. I know. <laughs> that was. It was not uh, a happy wife when she saw her credit card bill
0: this month. What? It was just like six and a half thousand, thousand euros.
1: Yeah. She wasn't happy. Oh dear. So uh let's start off with Windows Phone. Right. Dropped to a revenue of five million dollars. Wow. From wow. 1.4 billion two years ago.
0: Holy crap, that's, that's some
1: a- say Windows Phone is dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, this is actually interesting. Going from numbers to other numbers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but the insider previews for Windows 10 Mm -hmm. have, at at some point, like nine months ago, they started to have the same version for phone as for PCs. So each build number, they released one build to both, and they had the same build number. Right. To show that it was one OS, one core, and so on. Mm -hmm. Now they're splitting it up again. Huh. So, Windows Mobile will actually have their own Windows Insider Build Sequence, and Windows for PCs have their own. And that's probably because we won't see a Windows Mobile for that long. Wow. They will drop it at some point, and we'll get Windows on ARM.
0: You're still on about Windows on ARM?
1: Yeah. They will show something about it at build. Fair enough. I'm sure.
0: But um, if we just stay at this for a slight moment, is there any mobile phone on the market today with a full size arm uh, that you can just bang on Windows Phone on it? No,
1: not today. Because you need at least, um, what's the name of the Qualcomm stuff? Um, Snapdragon 835. CPU which is just out.
0: Aha, uh-huh, okay.
1: But as you may remember at Mobile World Conference a few months ago, HP happened to have a new model of the HP X3, yeah, which they weren't supposed to be showing, which I bet runs Snapdragon 835
0: and just might have a Windows on ARM probably.
1: And the good side of it is that organizations like the German police, NYPD, which have made a huge investment in Windows phones mm-hmm. with apps,
0: mm-hmm. they
1: will be able to run those apps on the new phone as well as legacy apps.
0: That if, is very, very interesting. Yes. Do you have any qualified or in unqualified guess as to the the time frame? When when can I have? A Windows on ARM phone handset.
1: They will release the first Windows on ARM products Q4 this year. And I bet they will show some of them at build, at least prototypes. Right. And Windows on ARM will be a Redstone 3 release. Okay. So it's happening. And the event on May 2nd, Will probably show something around that, or perhaps not. But it would make sense to use that in schools as well, because it would drop the price drastically.
0: So, what you're saying is if you can't fight Android or iPhone, change the rules. Yes.
1: And then you have one core, you have the exact same OS on anything. You can run the exact same applications and apps on anything.
0: And a slightly larger market. Um, kind than, of.
1: Yeah. Kind of. And and you would actually get something that I because I, I loved Windows RC. We have talked about it so many times. Mm-hmm. But that device actually made sense. A lightweight Windows device with a huge battery. Mm. It just didn't run the applications people wanted.
0: Right. Yet. So, yeah, so
1: uh, uh, basically an iPad running Windows. Yep. That would make sense. It would, actually. So that was the first number. And looking at other numbers from the fiscal report, Azure up 93% year-over-year.
0: Okay slightly less than i had expected but okay
1: yeah but it 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 can't keep gaining like two three hundred percent and it's a over it's a quarter it's a year yeah yeah all right at at some point you will get a bump
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and surface dropped that's like the bad number apart from windows phone in the report
0: Surface as in Surface Hubs. Surface Sur- is...
1: Surface as a group, but it it's probably the pros.
0: All right, but
1: it it would make sense as well with a new Surface coming out, with something else coming out on May second. Um, so I'm not surprised they have had a good run, and the Surface Proof Four is an old device by now.
0: Yeah, it's it's like eighteen months. Since release. But it's actually starting to work, isn't it? Yeah. And it, Better late than ever. Yes. And that's one of the the, uh, the main gripes that I've had with these surfaces. I mean, the, I love the form factor. Yep. I have loved the machine. Yep. But for the love of God, Microsoft, get someone competent to actually write the damn drivers.
1: That, no, that's not the, the bad thing. Put on like $50 more on the price. And get a freaking Intel chipset for the network drives and so on.
0: Yeah, I agree. But then again, it fix the damn drivers, even if it's yep. a Qualcomm. It doesn't Not Qualcomm, matter. Broadcom. Broadcom, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a slight difference between I Broadcom know, and Qualcomm. <laughs> I don't. but I, I just get so worked up. Yeah. There are a few things that I hate more with IT than crappy drivers. Yep. And especially if you... Cannot fix your drivers for five, six iterations. Yep. How effing hard can it be? Yep. I agree. I agree.
1: And yes. y- you have the same issues with your Dell. Yes, I do. And we actually have a colleague. Uh, we do? Not a colleague, an ex-colleague. Okay. Um, in Johan Dolbum. huh ah. He's changing his Dell. Is he? Yeah. He's leaving Dell? Yeah.
0: And going for... Don't know yet. We'll see. To be honest, my wife's got an Asus...
1: Yeah. Um, they are horrible when it comes to enterprise, i you sure. know, but they are brilliant devices. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it wasn't terribly expensive, but no. it just it keeps works. on moving. It works just fine. Yep. Yeah. And a very thin, uh, light form factor as well. Yep. Yeah. They are great. Interesting and, and times ahead.
1: Yeah, and I, I've been listening to Windows Central and. Uh, windows weekly and such and they i would love to get my hands on like razor blade gaming stuff that actually works very very well and it would also make me feel a bit younger
0: (laughs) i need that so moving on to something new yeah well (laughs) we can actually stay with numbers oh numbers i did something very interesting just yesterday actually we have a new intern yeah uh, she she's studying a um, a program for server and virtualization yep. which is a a bit old fashioned i'd say since uh, she um, they, they they don't study any database stuff they don't yep. study any cloud stuff they do study server virtualization networking and s- such which is is it? It's a good. Base. You you need
1: something to build on yeah, still it's, because it's you need you knowledge. need the the server knowledge to do something in Azure basically. Oh yeah, it, I think it's very hard to go straight for the PaaS services. PaaS is one thing.
0: I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and
1: but I, they should have some cloud stuff.
0: Just pointing out, this, there's something more. Yeah. Anyhow, I am. Um, <laughs> I took her by the the ear and tossed her into a room and did my 60-minute crash course on data, databases, and data visualization via Power BI. And her first experience and her first um, face was a bit like a deer in headlights. That was interesting. And then something even more interesting started happening. As I was talking and showing her, this is open data uh, from Statistics Central. Uh, how do you translate that? Department of Numbers. Pretty much. <laughs> that you was think? so bad. <laughs> I know. That
1: that could either sad trombone or <laughs> Department of Numbers is the name for this podcast.
0: I think it is. Yeah. Um, anyhow, I took the uh, the data of um, that displays the number of buildings, as in houses and in apartment complexes that has been built from 1975 up to today. And first of all, I I showed her how to manipulate the data using Power BI, moving it around, changing stuff, and then pivoting since the data is, is formatted for humans. And I saw her brain kick in So she started asking questions. Okay, how do you do this? How do you combine this? Mm -hmm. Can you only visualize Excel? No, I told her we can visualize and we can connect to pretty much anything. I could see her mental gears just starting to turn. And then I showed her the the Power BI dashboard where you can click and anywhere you click, things get updated. And both the jaw and the penny dropped. And she realized that, that, oh wow, this is a whole new world that I haven't seen before. And this is something that I can apply basically without knowing anything about this. So she's going to take this back to her class and and discuss with the others, how can we use Power BI in our um, education? ongoing education
1: you should have a lecture for their class
0: I'd love to uh, and I'm going to talk about that yeah. for, with them despite this being in, in the metropolis of Erebro <laughs> nobody but, wants to go but there. still
1: you would have a university lecture
0: yeah, I've, I've had some yeah. uh, that's uh, I've, I've spoken to PhD students without yeah. having a single minute of, of um, uh, university education of myself that's that's fun Yep. But what yep. I was going <laughs> for here is uh, there's been some changes with Power BI. And um, as always, new stuff comes out every month. Yep. And the April months change had some some specially interesting stuff. The um, slightly boring <laughs> thing. <laughs>
1: you're really selling this.
0: I know. But this is, if you're a programmer, this is uh, a serious meh. It should have been implemented a long time ago, but now we can have splits. We can use delimiters, number of characters, and stuff like that to split a string into several um, yep. columns. Very, very useful. Yep. Very, very useful, and not in Excel yet. It's going to come in an update, but it's not in Excel yet. And this is a um, kind of a preview in Power BI. Then there is the ability to connect to another Power BI service data set ooh exactly that means that i can create my uh, base um, design and my base model then others can connect to this model without having to do all the steps with the base hmm. data and toy around with their own dashboards without actually touching the data model the data model and that's that's, that's very good it is yep. and it's a, um, one of those things that tends to fly under the radar yeah. My first idea was, okay. And my second idea was, okay.
1: This is how you enable users yes. to do stuff themselves. Yes. And be creative with data.
0: And it, you can kind of half cook stuff. You yeah. don't have to do everything and you don't have to tell them, sorry, you will have to do everything. Yeah. So it's, it's a very good thing. And then my... Um, <laughs> Your favorite. My favorite, which is pretty weird. The <laughs> add column from examples. This means that I might not have to create the whole transformation myself. I just show Power BI what I want to see in this column. And Power BI will do an educated guess how to create Hmm. the the transformation on its own. And the funny thing is that it's quite a few things that's been um, implemented already. References, uh, replacing text, having text before and after the delimiter, which I just talked about. Combining text, you can do date transformations um, and and so on and so forth. And this is just the beginning. Hmm. This is only the, the, the first step on a very long journey. And I could guess that in six months to a year, Power BI would be pretty competent at... Uh, Making most of the um, transformations on its own. Hmm. So this lowers the bar for people with basically no experience with data modeling and data transformations. And that's also a good thing to enable users to do what's important. That is, toy around with data. The transformation and and how is, that's the technical nitty-gritty, and this is adding actual value to the whole preposition. So very interesting day yesterday and and very, very nice additions. And I also know that uh, both um, Adam Saxton, as always, the guy in the cube, has done some um, interesting um, uh, video blogs about this. And of course, the uh, cross-join. That would be Chris Webb's blog. uh, has a great post about the um, text between delimiters and uh, actually an example how to extract URLs with Power BI. Pretty pretty neat. Yep. Nice. Yes.
1: And speaking about development, let's talk about build.
0: Build. What build. is build? What is build? Yes. What is build?
1: <laughs> build is basically an Ignite for developers where they get nice stuff some years.
0: Speaking of selling something, <laughs> that's a new high point. This <laughs> is an Ignite for developers with nice stuff sometimes.
1: And I know our development friends will kill me for that. No, but actually build this, I guess, one of the... Like... In most important developer conferences around the globe, basically.
0: Right. Where is it? Seattle. See- this
1: Seattle. This year. Yeah.
0: Okay. You're going, coming home to Seattle. In the uh, Washington State Conference Center.
1: I guess. I haven't been there. Then I... it can't be that big. No. Th- th- no. It's mo- a lot smaller than Ignite. It's like five thousand.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much the pass somewhere yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, as our listeners may know we are not developers no, god no but there are always interesting stuff apart from the giveaways yeah. uh, so I let's just have a quick discussion on topics that may or will be announced mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we can start off with something that's closer to at least my um, work area mm-hmm. VR, MR, AR Cool. Do tell. Acer released officially, or we have seen pictures of it before. We know it we knew that it was coming. Um, MR headset. All right. Which will be available for developers shortly.
0: MR, that would be mixed reality. Mixed reality. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's it's not like a Hololens where you actually see things through through That would display. be an augmented reality. Yes. So okay. mixed is basically cameras. Right. On it, so you can't see straight through the headset. Right. And I, if, if you know who I'm, re, who I'm referring to when I say our developer friends are listening to this, they'll laugh so hard at me trying explaining this.
0: I, I think we have to actually get them on here. Yeah, we, we have I to. mean, they're both after build. Yes, th- they're great. both awesome.
1: Yeah, they are. So,
0: <laughs> sorry, interesting pun. Yeah, I guess they've done that before. I think. So,
1: Acer, and that's uh, a candidate for the giveaway on Build, those Holy headsets. Holy
0: crap, seriously?
1: Yeah, but they're not, they are not expensive. I think the Acer one will be like $400.
0: Okay, let's Apart back from... up. What in 400 bucks giveaway and not expensive They received
1: Xboxes, surfaces, laptops at build before. Why are we going to Ignite? Because we aren't developers. We're pretty dumb. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. Yeah. So that's that's something that will be huge, I guess, uh, with the Creators updates. Right, right. Also. And there are other headsets coming out as well from all the major manufacturers. And they will be at a much better price point than the HoloLens. But they need to be tethered to a PC. That's the that's the reason why they are so quite uh, cheap. Okay. So that, that will be interesting. And I know we have colleagues that are doing kind of interesting VR projects and MR projects yeah. and AR projects. Yeah. But the things that Microsoft are doing to Windows, what they are doing to MR and so on will actually enable a much larger group to benefit from that kind of reality. Okay. And it will make it a lot cheaper as well. Right. Because like the HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, whatever, they are quite expensive devices. And now you will be able to buy headsets from $300 and up.
0: Yeah, I mean they're, they're expensive, fair enough. But on the other hand, they've pretty much paved the way. Yeah. In in, in a way that I don't think anyone could have foreseen. Okay.
1: Yep. Other stuff, of course, Windows and ARM.
0: Windows and ARM. Windows and ARM. Yep.
1: And that, in combination with MRVR, will be interesting because then you can have much smaller devices. I know that one of our colleagues that are working with VR at the moment actually have. They are, and in some way, in some way it makes sense, but you know. the um, what do you call them in English? Radiobilar? At, yeah, squad at, cars. At, no, no, no. Um, at uh, like Liseberg. Those are bumper cars. Bumper cars. Oh. Bumper cars.
0: <laughs> squad cars, <laughs>
1: bumper cars. Same, same. <laughs> same anyways same. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. He's thinking about like a, some, a, a rail in, in the roof of a room mm-hmm. where you put someone with a VR headset and the pe- person can move around because you need to have it tethered to a PC okay today and that in a way it makes sense but it will be a huge installation right so if you can run Windows on ARM you can build a lot like powerful small lightweight devices to integrate with VR headsets for example Mm -hmm. that would make sense cool and let's talk about AI and bots this is your area of expertise is it now yeah (laughs) It's Azure. It's machine learning. <laughs> right. You should know about it. I do. So, what are you expecting from AI, machine learning, bots? What are you most excited about?
0: Well, I actually had a meeting the other day with a student that's doing his master's thesis on machine learning Mm -hmm. and and, um, AI, cloud-based AI solutions, Mm -hmm. not specifically uh, Azure machine learning, but he used Azure machine learning as an example. Yep. And the the discussion was, how do we use machine learning and, and AI analysis of data? And it was an interesting discussion, especially, I mean, he's, he's just, just a student with zero actual experience. But he had talked to a few very interesting companies and, and other people that were doing some fairly interesting stuff. And we have not had the opportunity to actually implement any machine learning stuff yet. We've talked about it. Yep. And we have uh, kind of put the the idea in the heads of quite a few of our customers and we're not there yet no nope. i'm afraid but uh, to be to, to answer your question i think given enough data and given enough repetitive data that you can find your patterns yeah you can have a lot of use for the um, machine learning stuff to offload humans yeah uh, i at the moment i don't see this displacing humans in any meaningful way but that's uh, just in the short run yeah but I'm, I um, I read an, an article the other day with regards to AI and the uh, the main point which I can't for the life of me remember who who's who wrote it was that we should kind of switch our development of AIs from uh, doing exactly what people are doing yeah and using AI to supplement memory, cognition, uh, as, as a help, yeah. as opposed to a, a um, replacement.
1: Yeah, and I guess that's what Microsoft are doing with Cortana.
0: Cortana! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't
1: I, I think I heard... Yeah, I think it's Windows Weekly that sometimes pronounces it in that way, as a oh. pun, of course. Okay. So, Cortana that's basically what they're doing with Cortana
0: and we're seeing it with with the echo
1: yeah alexa is... in that yeah echo is the product echo is the product yeah and echo what was the name of it uh, the new one with the camera uh look echo look echo
0: look
1: yeah it's an echo with a camera
0: echo look
1: echo look okay the amazon echo look
0: that is actually fairly clever
1: yeah okay Uses machine learning to tell you if you're dressed in some inappropriate way.
0: Well, then I have to break it to you. I don't need machine learning to tell (laughs) me that my wardrobe is horribly out (laughs) of date. You laugh. You're young.
1: (laughs) Your wardrobe is a lot better than mine.
0: And on that bombshell. (laughs) (laughs) It,
1: It would be amazing to put your R2 robot in front of it and ask
0: it no it'll probably just elope and be gone (laughs) the robot or the echo both of them
1: yeah so we're running out of time would you like to discuss cadence of config manage windows and office releases or how apple devices according to ibm cost a third as much to manage as a windows device
0: no no. So? <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, both of them sounds very interesting. And uh, could you start with the uh, the Apple thing?
1: Apple thing, yeah. And this is actually not old news. Uh, old news because at the Jamf Nation User Conference in October last year, IBM was a part of Jamf. For you, those who doesn't know, is um, company. It's usually it, it used to be called Casper Suite. So they manage Apple
0: devices. In a Windows environment or in general? In general, all right. in general.
1: IBM has over the last few years moved away from Windows as the primary device mm-hmm. for the, employers, the employees. And at that point they were using 90,000 Macs in IBM. Yep. And According to IBM, each Mac deployment saves the company up to $535 over four years compared to a Windows device. Okay. And the reason why I'm talking about this was I attended a system center user group, Sweden, this Wednesday. Mm. And they raised it as an example for modern management. Right. And we we came to the conclusion that it's not the Mac in itself that's more it's not the Mac that makes it cheaper Mm -hmm. it's that they actually rebooted everything and started from scratch with applications services, hardware processes, everything and in that way they are saving money. So I bet you that you could do the same thing going from Windows to Windows, Windows to Linux, Windows to Mac, or whatever, and save the same amount of money if you just reboot the way you are managing your devices today.
0: Does it make sense? In a way, it does, but just to make sure that I understand you can your, your idea here is that it, it doesn't matter what kind of platform it is, as long yeah. as you kind of rip out your whole processes and stuff yeah. and put something else in there. Yeah,
1: start building from scratch. Ensure that all your systems, all your hardware... Then all... I'd say no. Okay.
0: Since the, the unique thing with, with Apple yeah. is that Apple controls the hardware. Yeah. That means not a shitload of crappy drivers... And that's in the long run it's going to save you a lot of money. The the hardware is more expensive than the equivalent of Windows hardware, hands down. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know exactly what's gonna work and not.
1: But in a way you do if you use the OEMs drivers from start. Because what we are doing today in the Windows world, we are ripping it out. But we buy a new machine. It's working when you get it in the box. Is it now? Yeah, they are usually. <laughs> At some Surface
0: point. Pro 3, Surface Pro 4, shut up. Okay.
1: Other hardware vendors, right? <laughs> they they work out of the box. Mm-hmm. Now with Windows Signature Edition, you don't get all the crapware you used to get. Right, right. And you can start using it straight away, and it's actually already with the with the drivers it had when it came off came out from the factory. Mm. And if and something that takes a lot of time, takes cost a lot of money are driver management. Yep. And if you let Windows update or and the vendors solve that for you, you will save a lot of money. I agree on that, but if it works. Yeah, if it works, of course. Yeah. And and that's you have that, a point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in, in that you have a point. Which is a pity, since I love for Windows to nail it. Yeah. Seriously. And I've, I've been a hardcore Mac user. I like the, the operating system, I like the hardware, okay. but I've moved from the Mac to the PC, I should say yeah. back to the PC. So I've I kind of seen both sides. Do you think that will
1: change if we look at Windows and ARM as well? When, for example, Qualcomm delivers a system on a chip?
0: In that case, yes. You have one vendor yes. that does everything yes. for you. Yes, 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 I'd love it.
1: Yeah. That would be great.
0: Absolutely. And especially since um, I'd say that the, the price would come down. Yeah, the, um, considerably. Considerably. One of the bad things would be, I, I'd i be fairly sure that it's a uh, bought one a year ago, it's old, toss it, get a new one. So from, from an environmental perspective, I think that's going to be a step back. But if you can keep the
1: performance you have. On the device, do you need to throw it away? If you nope. have a device, the keyword here is if, if,
0: yeah, but if it works, I'd be happy to keep it five years, yeah, and
1: I, th- I think that's the way we're moving today. I, 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 I'm I, telling my customers that if, if you buy a new Windows PC today, you will have a good experience in five years, I bet you. Oh, you will, I promise. I can. Honestly say, I believe you will have a great experience from the same hardware in five years. Interesting. Because the, the, the level of performance you get today for a relatively low price are more than enough for 95%. So
0: th- this, this is episode 11. Yeah. So you think we're going to be at episode, what, 200 something? Yep. Let's revisit this around 200. Yep. Okay, all right. Um,
1: we we can leave the cadence for Config Manager Windows and
0: Office next week. Next, yeah, yeah. Next time. And we're five minutes over. Yeah. And uh, well, thank you for listening, and we'll be back in a week. We will have a good one.